0: What's up, guys? Jeff Cavaliere, ATHLEANX.com. Today we're going to talk all about the hip flexors and, more importantly, whether or not you should be stretching yours or leaving them alone. As a matter of fact, you might want to be doing the exact opposite, and that is strengthening them. I'm going to show you today how to test whether yours are tight or weak and figure out what is a better route for you to go if you want to get rid of the issues that are being caused by your hip flexors right now. All right, the first thing that needs to be cleared up though is a little bit of anatomy. And not to bore you, but it's really important here is that when we talk about the hip flexors, it's not a single muscle group. There's actually five muscles that are responsible for flexing the hip. Three of them, the TFL, the rectus femoris, which is one of the quad muscles, and the sartorius, which is one of more of a groin muscle, they all attach at the level of the hip to the iliac crest. So they can only really flex the hip up to the level of the hip. But the two that we're really concerned about are the ones that bring it up higher than that, which is the psoas and the iliacus. and Those are the two that when we talk about, oh, my hip flexors feel tight. Those are the ones we're really talking about because when they're tight, Usually you usually get a lot of back pain. You can see why. The muscles of the, of the psoas here attach to all the lumbar vertebrae. They literally go through the body and attach to the lumbar vertebrae. So when these are tight, they could actually be pulling on your lumbar spine and causing all kinds of issues. So we need to get to the bottom of whether or not it's a tightness that's causing issues here in your back or whether or not it's a weakness. Because again, the recommendations are gonna be drastically different depending upon which of those two it is. All right, so let's start off by testing the flexibility in the hip, because we want to make sure that there is a tightness here before you start going ahead and stretching it. Because a lot of times what we're really hiding is more of a weakness instead of a tightness. But we can do that very easily with a quick test. You sit at the edge of a bench here, so it's about mid-thigh, okay, and then you're going to lay back, pull both knees up, and then drop one down. You want to make sure right off the bat that your low back is flat here, because what you're looking for is you're looking to see whether or not this leg, the one that's down, is in contact with the surface you're on, or whether it's floating up in the air like this. Okay, and the second thing you want to look for is whether or not the, the knee itself is capable of bending and really ideally down to about 80 or 90 degrees, or is it more extended like this. Or it could be a combination of both. Because what we want to determine now is if we are in some position here where it's off the the surface here and we have the inability to get our knee fully bent, we know we have some tightnesses. Okay, but is it a quad tightness, the rectus femoris that we talked about, or is it more of an actual hip flexor? So what you would do is with the knee, let's say floating in this position, you would ask the person, or you would do it yourself, where you just straighten out the knee. If by straightening the knee, the leg goes down fully in contact with the surface here. That means that you have more of a quad tightness, or a rectus tightness. Because when you took the quad off of that stretch, and you relieved it, then it was able to go down, then everything else was loose enough to be able to get down. If on the other hand, when you do this and nothing changes, or it certainly doesn't get down to the level of the bench, well now you've got a true hip flexor tightness, in which case that is when you want to actually start using your hip flexor stretches to attack that. But a lot of times, when you see this yourself, you may realize, you know what? I really don't have a tightness. And that's when it starts to come back where I said in the beginning, you're manifesting something far different. You're manifesting probably a weak hip. and I want to show you how to test for that now, too. Okay, so let's say you did not have a tightness, but you still feel that there's something off in your hip. It's what's causing you to really always want to stretch it. And by the way, if when you stretch it you tend to get a little bit of temporary relief But then an hour later, things are actually worse than they were before. Then you're likely dealing even more with what we're going to talk about right now. And that is a weak hip flexor that all you're doing is stretching it and making it worse. So, you want to do is you want to have a way to test that on you. And we can do that very simply. You take a box, any surface that allows your knee to be higher than your hip when you put your foot on it. Okay? And then we want to do from here is lift off of that surface. Okay? So, stand upright. Put your hands up behind your head so you can't cheat. We don't want to be leaning towards it. We don't want to be bringing our chest to the knee. We want to be able to bring our knee up to our chest. Okay, and See if you can hold it up here for 15 seconds. So lift off of that surface so that your hip is as high as you can flex it actively. And then from here see if you can hold it. If you start to get a cramp in the outside of your hip, which would be in the the tensor area here, that's a good indication that you have a weakness in this muscle group here. Because it's asking for help from another muscle down below that isn't really equipped to do what you're asking it to do, which is flex above 90 degrees. If you remember back to the anatomy we showed earlier, the ones that attach at the level of the hip are good at flexing you to that level. But they're not so good at flexing you above. So by putting ourselves in this position here, where our knee's are already above 90 degrees, now the only thing we can do is use either that iliacus. Or the psoas to try to get us up here, and that's where we're going to find a good weakness if it exists. The other thing we could do is, we don't have to use this at all, we could just stand right here and pull the leg as high as we can, right, and then dynamically let it go. And if when we let it go, I can't keep it here, in this position, like that. If it drops and it catches, guess where, at 90 degrees, well that's the level at which it got a little bit of assistance from those other three muscles that are helping out at that level. But I don't have the strength to be able to take it up at the above 90 position and hold it up above 90. So that would be a good indication if you hold it here, and you drop it, and you can't hold it. You can't stop the leg until it gets to the level of 90. So let's say that's the case. What would you do? Well, that's an instance where the test becomes the exercise. You could actually go back in this position here, and you do leg lifts right from here. So I'm in this position, I'm above 90, I want to strengthen the hip flexors, I put my arms up behind my head, and I do leg lifts in that position. All right? And I try to do that and hold that either for time or for reps. I could also take it up a notch by taking a band, anchoring it down to something low here, wrapping it around the foot this way, and then now I've got a resisted lift here to add even more strength as our, as our hip flexors begin to start getting stronger. But the key is this, guys. You want to find out right from the bat, and you're going to test both sides, do you actually have a hip flexor tightness? Because if you don't, and you stretch it, you're going to make your problems worse. If you're having back pain during ab exercises, you're going to make that back pain worse. If you're having just tightness and a general feeling of, of something that is off in the hip, that's going to get worse if you keep doing that. If on the other hand you have a weakness and you don't address it, then nothing's going to get better. So you want to find out which of the two you're dealing with. If it is a tightness, then yes, the stretches are going to be appropriate. But if they're not, you want to avoid them. And if you if you have to, guys, I always say you gotta own it. Own this. If you have a hip flexor weakness, then you gotta own this and you gotta start doing stuff about it. And as a matter of fact. Maybe you're not doing enough explosive training. And that's a good case and a good argument for getting outside and doing some sprints to actually train to start using those hip flexors above 90 degrees in a more explosive way. If you're looking for a training program, guys, that puts it all out there and puts it all together so we overlook nothing in our training, that's what ATHLEANX is all about. You can get our ATHLEANX training system over at ATHLEANX.com. In the meantime, I hope you found the video helpful. Make sure you leave your comments and thumbs up below. Let me know what you want me to cover and I'll do my best to do that for you. As you can see, or hear. The voice is still not back, but that does not stop me from bringing the goods here to you guys each and every week here with our videos. So pardon me for the voice, but I hope you got some good information from this. All right, guys. I'll see you soon.